Camera. Action. I'm Graydon, and I'm your guide through the deep world of movies. Right here on the Director's Cup, exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So check down below in the description. Check down below. You will find everything you need to know about us. When we go live, our website, bloodlinenetwork.com, our, all of our Twitter, social media, Facebook, Instagram handles. We're on Kick. You can find Kick there on Twitch. We also have a merchandise store, a merch store. So check down in the description below for that link as well. Also, you can find me, Graydon, the Bin Buster, on my channel, The Bin Buster, right here on YouTube. All my socials and my link for that are down in the description below as well. Without further ado, let's dive in. As you guys can see below, and as the thumbnail on this video, I'm talking about a subject that is a movie that is kind of difficult to talk about in a in a hilarious, funny type of light. I kind of try and want to make these a little light. <laughs> I don't want to go too not depressing, too serious on the director's cut. I just want to take you guys into the history of movies and the meanings behind certain films. So today we're talking about Sound of Freedom from Angel Studios. Sorry, Jim Cavazil and uh, what is her name? And Marissa Tomei. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll think about it. I have it written here in my notes. So I'm not going to look right now. But sorry, Jim Cavazil and from Passion of the Christ, as you guys know. This movie deals with human trafficking. So this is a subject that is kind of glossed over is kind of not even talked about. So I want to, sh this movie sheds light onto that. So I want to shed light by talking about this movie. 
and give you guys a little history behind trafficking and some ways people are using to combat that as well. So without further ado, let's dive in. Here's the synopsis of Sound of Freedom. Check your local theaters for listings and showtimes because it's not everywhere. Just to say that it's not necessarily a limited run. It's an independent film that does have much distribution, but check out your local listings for your theater at your theater for times. And if they're sold out because they have showings of this movie have been sold out. So here we go. The synopsis is after rescuing a boy from a ruthless child traffickers, federal agent learns the boy's sister is still captive and decides to embark on a dangerous mission to save her. With the time running out, he quits his job and journeys deep into the Colombian jungle, putting his life in the line to free her in a fate worse than death. That's right. You you just get that this movie is very serious in its tone and the message it's trying to bring across. So now we'll get into the review. In Honduras, Roberto, a poor father of two, who's se- the semi-main character in here, along with Jim Cavazil, Kevizil's um, character as well. A f- poor father, too, is approached by a former beauty queen, Giselle. Giselle offers to sign his young children, Miguel and Rocchio, to modeling contracts. He accepts and takes them to the photo shoot. However, when he returns to pick up his children, a couple hours later, they are all gone. Is there in a room with all these other kids and the room with all these other kids, the people in there are all gone. It is revealed that the child were sold into be used as slaves. Justin's here tonight, folks. Sup, Justin? How you doing tonight, man? Well, we're talking a subject that's kind of serious. That's <laughs> just trying to get the notion and the message out there of this devastating fate worse than death this devastating issue that's plaguing our world today that's hardly talked about well thanks for showing up justin in california tim ballard who's jim cavazil in this movie special agent for the homeland security investigations where he arrests people who possess and distribute child pornography so this guy's already deep into this world from the good guy standpoint not the bad guy standpoint as we know in like special victims in an online order. We he's deep into this thing from the good person from the good side of things. The painful work that it take it takes a great toll on his personal life. And this is only worsened when another agent, Chris, points out that they have arrested many predators, but failed to save even one single child from being exploited. So what good is your job? Or what good is your mission in something like this if you're Stopping the predators, but not rescuing the children who are trapped. Tim knows that this is because most most of them are outside the U.S., but Chris's words stick with him. He speaks to a predator he arrested, Ernst. I forget his first name, his last name, Ernst, and pretends to be one of these predators himself. Ballard pretends to be one of these predators to gain stress. So he's going undercover to start with us off. We got my boy Cage right here. What up, Blakely? How you doing tonight? Hey, what's up, my tribal chief? How you doing tonight, Devin? 
check out Bloodline Network, guys. These guys do amazing stuff there as well. All right. Once, as well as our first lady right there, JD, welcome aboard. I, I just started talking about this, so you guys haven't missed much. <laughs> like I said earlier when Justin showed up, this is a tough subject to talk about, but one that needs to be talked about. So, once again, he, gave, he gains Ernst's trust. He sets up meeting with a traffic child and is able to arrest Earl Buchanan, the man who purchased the boy. Yeah, we're talking about children being sold into slavery here. Slavery in third world countries all over the world. I'm not just saying third world countries, all over the world. Slavery is a big issue still to the, to this day. But it's never talked about. Why? Because, oh, oh, that happens overseas. It doesn't happen here. <laughs> Unless you're like Ballard here, you don't know what happens here. Because, like he said, he arrests people who prey on kids through child pornography. That happens a lot here in the United States. We're one of the uh, missing and exploited children. There's a reason why it says exploited. Because these children, sometimes these children who run away or, or are kidnapped are done in rings where they deal with predators and stuff like that. That's the truth here in America. That's the truth. So I'm glad we finally have a movie that sheds light on the subject. Tim rescues the boy whose name is Miguel. Tim befriends the child, asks him for information that would help him find other children. Tim learns that Miguel's sister, Rocio, is still missing, and the boy asks him to help save her. Tim arranges for Miguel to return home to Roberto, but not before Miguel gives Tim his sister's St. Timothy necklace, which is important because then he knows his sister is still out there. Tim starts looking for Ro Rocio, and his search leads him to Colombia. He meets with a former cartel accountant. Yes, for all of our wrestling fans out there, since this is part of a wrestling network, Vampiro. No, 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 not, not wrestling Vampiro, but the name Vampiro, which is used as a moniker for one of the cartel agents here, who now works to save children from sex trafficking. So Vampiro's a good guy. Balor goes to see Vampiro, who's a good guy to help save the kids in Colombia. After reading about the child, about reading the, about the club in Thailand that was shut down, Tim decides that this is the perfect cover story to acquire a large number of Giselle's children in a sting operation. Vampiro gets a Colombian police officer, Jorge, and a wealthy assistant named Paul to help with Tim's mission. Tim's HSI supervisor, his Homeland Security team advisor, Frost is unable to provide funding for this operation because it's a dangerous mission, according to him. And asks him to re and asks Ballard, Tim Ballard, to return to the U.S. Tim resigns his position rather than abandon the search for Rocio. You see, he he knows what Tim knows what what to do is right, and he's taking the steps to do it. He just quit his job. He's doing this on his own, and he ends up creating an organization called Operation 
Underground Railroad. For those of you that don't know your history or haven't been at school for years to remember it, the Underground Railroad was a way that the slaves from the South during the Civil War went up north to be to get freedom. Operation Underground Railroad is kind of the same premise. Tim Ballard goes in there undercover a lot, along with a lot of members of his team, to rescue these kids. They get down and dirty with with the predators. They I that sounded wrong, sorry. Either they get into that world to earn the trust of these prayers to save these kids out of there. That's what the Operation Underground Railroad is about. It's one of the biggest organizations out there dealing with the realm of human human trafficking. <laughs> Anyways. However, Frost is unable to persuade staff of the U.S. Embassy in Columbia to assist him and his rescue mission. Undercover, they can see they convince Giselle to sell them 54 children, successfully arrest all the conspirators, and free the children. But Rocio is not among them. Yes, Miguel's little Miguel's sister is not among these kids, and it's 54 of them. So, chances are she could be there, but she wasn't. After interrogating one of Giselle's associates, Jorge learns that Rocio was sold to the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. Yes. The Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. In third world countries, a lot of the armed forces are done militaristically by taking kids out of villages, taking kids out of homes. Sometimes parents, for the money, sell their kids to these army, to these military personnel, to make ends meet. But then these kids are treated really bad. I'm going to get to a story here shortly, but just hold on. <sighs> Entrenched deep within the Amazon region, Jorge informs him that there's no way to retrieve the girl because the region is largely unmapped jungle wilderness and no rebel territory, and any rebel territory is a no-fly zone. for the Columbia government. However, Vampiro suggests that doctors are allowed into the region for medical purposes, which gives Tim the idea to pose as doctors. Yes, they're going in undercover as doctors. Jorge reluctantly agrees to the risky operation. Tim and Vampiro attempt to enter enemy territory in disguise, but the rebels refuse to let them both, both of them enter, leaving Tim to enter the area alone. Tim gains access to the enemy camp where Rocio is being held and learns that she is being used as a personal as a personal sex slave for the rebel leader El Alacarn or the Scorpion and along with others is required to mash coca leaves and produce cocaine which funds uh, yeah to mash coca leaves to produce cocaine or coke leaves to produce cocaine, which funds the rebel war against the Colombian government. I can't read my notes, my own handwriting here. What's up, Tim? How you doing, man? How you doing, TK, tonight? As a parent, this is an important thing for you to know. If any parent out there, really, keep an eye on your kids. Know where your kids are at all times. It's very important. Tim Tim is forced to kill the scorpion while freeing Rocio 
But despite the rebels pursuing him and firing on them, Tim brings Rocio to freedom. Before the before they part, he gives her back the necklace Miguel gave him earlier. Rocio is finally returned to her father and her brother, and her fam and the family goes home to Honduras. An epilogue on here. Thanks, thanks, Evan. Thanks. An epilogue here reveals that Tim testified before the United States Congress and his testimony resulted in laws being passed which requires the government to cooperate with foreign countries on sex trafficking investigations. The epilogue also states that there are more people enslaved today than in any other time in history, including when slavery was legal, including during the Civil War when slavery was legal. There's more people now that are enslaved than there were back then. Just let that think in. We're in the 21st century. We're in 2023. There's more people now in slavery than there were back in the 1900s, 1800s, 1700s, in fact. A lot more. And a lot of it's done by people in their own country. Like I said, I had I, I had a story to tell. For those of you, I, I kind of keep my personal life to me. For those of you that don't know, behind the this director's cut overlay and stream right here, my name's Graydon, my real name. I'm part of an organization called Child Initiative International. We help build schools in Uganda, Africa, and now one in Kenya. And we help save kids from horrible lifestyles, some of them of which are orphans who were just given up by their parents. In fact, we rescued one boy. Listen closely. We, we rescued one boy from a trash heap. Two little girls were walking by, heard a baby crying, went to go get the pastor of the school, who's also the, the head of the school. He, weigh, he goes in waist deep waist deep in trash picks out this boy and to come to find out about a couple hours later that trash heap was set to be burned yeah this kid was just thrown into that trash heap because he was malnourished he was underweight no one wanted him and these are the kind of kids that are preyed upon in situations like ballard was going through in here like I said, this is tough. This is very, very tough. <laughs> just seeing, just seeing, just knowing. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. It, it, things are, things are progressing on the stream tonight. Things are progressing, that's for sure. <laughs> like I said, I lost my train of thought now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, like I said, this wasn't going to be one where it's all fun games where I have videos galore to show you. No, I'm I'm getting down and dirty with you guys tonight. I'm telling you something that needs to be talked about, something that needs to be shared about. And I thank Angel Studios, an independent film company, for doing this movie. I thank you. You guys are amazing. Because here's a little known fact about this film. This film was originally film. This film was originally done in 2018, and getting ready to be released by Fox. 
What else happened in 2018? Fox was bought out by Disney. This has been sitting on Disney shelves since 2018. The number one organization in the world dealing with family values. And Disney doesn't release it. It's just sitting there. And it took Angel Studios, Jim Caviezel, and a group of 17 other people to go in here, raise $5 million to buy the rights back from Disney and released it themselves here in 2023. That's facts. Check it out for yourself. Goya. You guys know Goya are the blue canned foods that you guys see in all your grocery stores. Little known fact, Goya Cares is not just an organization dealing with the care of kids here in the United States, but it's an anti-human trafficking foundation as well. It's one of the biggest ones besides Operation Underground Railroad in the world doing this. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. I, I, I feel honored to even bring this up here because I know not many people are reviewing this movie. Not many people are talking about, it, but every check out the Rotten Tomato score on this audience. The audience have this at a hundred percent. So audiences, those people who are watching this movie, are actually enjoying this film. Faction Cast Podcast, how are you doing tonight, man? Like you said, Nick, this is a very serious topic. I mentioned Underground Railroad, uh, the Operation Underground Railroad, and how that works. Tim Ballard has been instrumental with that organization. Goya Cares and other organizations like that are instrumental in helping save millions of kids a year from trafficking. The, the current number is 50 million people are being trafficked all over the world. And 6 million of that are kids. We, we can all joke about Epstein Island. We can all joke about that list that's out there. This is a serious matter. This is a serious thing. Kids are losing their innocence. Because of people. I personally got rid of Netflix. A couple years ago. When it was brought forth that they were going to do a a movie called Cuties. Which, yeah, it deals with dance bombs and, and, and kids and dance. But the way it was being promoted. The pictures being used. And the promotional materials when it was being released, hyped up to come out, just made me feel uncomfortable. Made me say, I work with kids. I cannot support this. They were in poses that, frankly, 9 to 10-year-olds shouldn't be in. Teenagers shouldn't even be in some of these poses. There weren't some clothes that even adult it would make adults blush. I canceled Netflix because of issues like this movie brings up. I canceled Netflix because of that. Do I miss Netflix? No, I don't. 
just because my more because of what I intrinsically value, what I personally believe topped helping Netflix gain money, helping Netflix promote something that I didn't agree with. Like I said, this is hard. Like I said, go to your local Walmart, go to your local post office, find those missing children's signs. Yeah. Some of them did run away. Yeah. Some of them were kidnapped. You hear all about all the time about kids being abducted from schools, from playgrounds, stuff like that, because no one's watching them. No, no one's keeping their eye on on these kids, or or they or these predators pretend to be somebody these kids trust, because these kids don't really know their moms or dads, friends all that well. They just say, "Oh, I'm a friend of your moms and dads," and they lure them into this false sense of safety. And the wheels start rolling, and they end up in a position like Miguel and his kids in this movie. So I just want to, in closing, I just want to say this. Thank you for watching and diving in to the deep cut with me. I usually go through and say what the socials are, but they're all down below. Just check them out, please. Just check them out, please. Until next time, remember, there's more to movies than we see on the screen. Especially this one. If you guys, like I said, go check out this movie yourself. Go check out this movie yourself. Draw your own conclusions to it. Yes, Angel Studios is a faith-based production company. Yes, some could say this is a Christian movie. But it's a story of a guy doing the right thing. Yes, the company who distributes it might be faith-based. But this is a story about doing the right thing in a world that does, in a dark part of the world that could care less about a human life. (sighs) I am Graydon. I'll be your guide through the world of films and their history. And join me here next week as I talk about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Something that is a little lighter (laughs) on the subject material than this is. I'll see you guys right here next time. Right here on the Director's Cut. Bye.